show for Ohio Froze Down. Ohio is on fire. Episode 195. Later on in this episode, we have a wonderful interview with Todd the Fox. He is a musician from the Dane, Ohio area. It's actually part one of our interview that we had at the Froto Build Bar. But before we do that interview, yes, this episode we continue. Dayton's Indie Music Madness. 2019 edition. And of course, this week we celebrate country music in Ohio. We found who's the best in country music in the state. Of course, last week we had week two. It was hip-hop and R&B. As last week, it was more bounced to the ounce for the music that we played. And all eight tracks was, was really good. And we had a vote this past weekend on Facebook to, to decide who was the best from that blog and, and who will move on to the Final Four. Of course, the outright winner, having some dominance in this round, it was Jay Webb, a.k.a. MC Picket Fence, featuring Cut and Mac and their song Never Be. And of course, it also featured various artists on the track, but they won out. They'll be in the final four. They will join the Typical Johnsons and their track pieces. They'll be part of the championship reunion come mid-July. And I will, in case you didn't get the news on Facebook, I moved it up a week, the championship episode. What it is, the um, t the voting for the Final Four will take place now from Tuesday, July 9th to Tuesday, July 16th, with the taping of the show being on Tuesday, July night, July 16th at the Froto Build Bar. And of course, it was a week earlier beforehand, but because of 4th of July, a lot of people had concerns with the 4th of July holiday, so I moved it back a little bit. So that is a new date for our taping. And congratulations to MC Picket Fence. Amazing guy. He's been in the rap game for quite some time. With that, let's now get into Country Week. And we have eight new artists in their original tracks. They're going to decide who is the best in all of country music within the state of Ohio. This first band I'm going to play, they were founded by identical twin guitarists and multi-instrumentalists Matt and Dan Spoggy. In the spring of 2017, along with their lifelong friend, singer-songwriter Paul Monin, while growing up together in a semi in this while growing up together in a semi-suburban outskirts of Dayton, Ohio, the three developed a passion for earnest, soul-driven music. To this day, the three lifelong friends share many of the same formative influences. I am going to play their track Airport Sounds. It's from the album with the same name, Airport Sounds. You're listening to Ohio's on Fire. Under the same old maple tree 
Yeah. 
Carolina Blue by Amber Hargett. She is a singer, songwriter, and encourager from Dayton, Ohio. She wants her fans to go out and put a little love in the world. She wants me and you to go do that right now. So, anybody, you know what? You can go vote for her right now. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash Dayton's Indie Music Madness and you can vote in the pool that's available. It'll be available Friday at 8 p.m. A few days after this is released worldwide, I'm going to release this Wednesday night through my Patreon. And if you can listen to the show early, and you also raise money for Dayton's Day Music Madness prize pool, the prize cash payout, I got packages of $1, $5, and $25. Please do that now. Please go to patreon.com slash Ohio is on fire and help out the tournament. It'll be great. It'll make the prize much greater. We haven't raised any money yet. Now, of course, the grand prize is a golden plaque for the winner because that lasts a lifetime. But I want cash prizes for all four finalists. We have not raised any money yet. I'm going to add some money of my own. I do not know. I do not know how much it will be, but I'm working on that. And please help me. You can help your favorite artist win cash. So with that, let's get to the next artist. This band—they are from Xenia, Ohio. 
They formed in late 2011, embracing a wild variety of musical backgrounds to create what is their own take, what country music today should be, and they love to go party. They go to a lot of bars throughout the Miami Valley and perform their music. It is Controversy for Breakfast. I'm going to play their track, Ageva. You're listening to Ohio's on Fire.
I'm a rodeo star In my mind that's what I are I remember the days when they shouted and waved to me and all My hair is getting thin And so are all those adoring fans Gone are the stats in wearing beauties I remember in the stands But I don't despair I don't try to force it Because I know that I'm still loved by old ladies and horses Old ladies and horses Ain't too hard to please Just give them a little sweet feet And wear too tight-fitting jeans I've got my Wranglers on And I can hardly breathe But I got plenty of PBR And a little horse feed Eight seconds is long Long, longer than you think You can be tossed out on your butt Before you can even blink Now when they pull that gate My heart goes all a flutter See my life pass before my eyes and gently call out mother but I don't despair I don't try to force it because I know that I'm still loved by All those ladies in all those cities I fear litigation So now when I travel All over from town to town I'm incognito as a rodeo clown Plenty of PBR and 
Just now you heard Gary D. Clark in his track, Old Ladies and Horses. Gary has precious little time to devote to his favorite pastime of writing music. However, when time allows, Penn goes to paper and Pitt goes to the guitar. His desire is to write songs that touch people's hearts. So that's him. You can vote for him at Dayton's and Music Madness on Facebook. Let's get to the next track. This next track... This guy, he is a singer-songwriter from um, around the Columbus, Ohio area. And he writes American, indie folk, and alt-country songs. That's just what comes out of him. It is Jason Bennett.
I'm not sure if you'll remember But I'd like to forget Our memories are faulty The chemicals at best I wanted more I wanted to be so much more the last two tracks I played The Devil You Don't Know by Terry Douglas Band they was in Dayton's Any Music Matters 2018 he won another shot at it this year he is a mix of classic country honky tonk and old school rock and roll Terry Douglas, head of the band was born around Cleveland, Ohio so his love for music started early he received an acoustic guitar from his uncle as a Christmas gift at 8 years old and he's been rocking and rolling ever since he's one of the best guitarists from Cleveland of course, Terry Douglas, he might in his band, they might win Dayton's Any Music Madness 2019. You gotta vote for him when the poll opens. If you're listening to this um, Friday afternoon at one, the poll will open about six hours from now from this. Of course, if you're listening to this far into the future, um, the poll's probably already closed. 
because the poll is open for a three-day period. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the poll closes at midnight, 11, well, 11.59 p.m., right before midnight. So you really have a three-day period where the poll that I'm talking about is relevant. you got to vote for your favorites. If not, then it sucks to be you because you missed out. So vote for them. Of course, you can also vote for another band that I played right after Terry Douglas. I played Nautical Theme, and their track, Wanted More. They are based in Dayton, Ohio. This duel is focused on featuring vocal melodies and harmonies, piano and acoustic guitar, and songs of the wide world around us. And they want, they want you at home to know they really want to win this tournament. Let's get to the last track for this group of eight songs as part of Country Week here on Ohio's on Fire. And of course, Ohio's on Fire represents Dayton's Any Music Madness 2019. I will play a band called Gear of the Buffalo. They are a small town folk band that was started by Jason Trago in December 2012. They write about their faith, their families, love, heartbreak, and the beautiful journey of life. They want to tell their story. They would love for you to know who they really are by their music. This is Gear of the Buffalo and their track, Whiskey and Fire. Stay tuned for part one of the interview with Todd DeFox. He is the lead singer of the Todd DeFox Trio in Dane, Ohio. And of course, he's very active in the podcast community. I had an excellent interview with him. So that part one of that interview was right after the track. You're listening to Ohio is on Fire. <laughs> drives further and farther away from me without ever giving her name I hope that one day she will stop and see that this love was never a game How far does she have to go Before she turns round and comes home Miss her like wild Miss her like hell Cause I'm scared to die all alone I tell you she is whiskey She is fire And she's hell on wheels My one true desire She makes it all real In the good times
keep my head down for the rest of the night Keeping my boots to the ground In a world full of wrong, she is everything right She keeps this whole thing going around How far does she have to go Before she turns round and comes home Miss her like wild Miss her like hell Cause I'm scared to die all alone I tell you she is whiskey And she is fire and she's hell on wheels My one true desire She makes it all real In the good times and the bad In the happy be with me for all of my days for all of my days to a build bar. I'm with my guest for today. He is a man of many talents. And he might be an animal, but we don't find out what that's all about. He is Todd the Fox. Hello, sir. Thank you. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to have you on the show. Cool. Now, they do call you a fox. So what's that all about? So, uh, so the, uh, the easy answer is, you know, foxes are Foxes are clever and, and attractive, and I know this is an audio podcast, so you can't see how, how awesome my hair is today. But, oh. <laughs> but uh, you know, all jokes aside, my name in Middle English actually means fox or fox-like, so Todd the Fox, which is ironically where Disney got T-O-D the Fox. Yes. Uh, now, mine is T-O-double-D the Fox, that way I can't be sued. Well, plus, my mother called my mother named me T-O-double-D the Fox. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But that name, have you had that name since high school, or was this a recent development? Uh, you know, well, like I said, I was I was born and mom mom named me Todd when I was a wee little one. <laughs> but uh, you know, sometime in my twenties is when I I picked up the nickname the Fox. Okay. And it's it's kind of it, it actually came from uh, some old workmates that uh, I don't even I don't even really talk to those people anymore. I should thank them for uh, giving me a good nickname. <laughs> awesome. Well, there you go. Um, now um. A few, years, a few years ago, there was a song called What Does the Fox Say? Now, how did that make you feel? Did you love it? Did you hate it? What was that all about? I'm going to go with hate it. Oh, boy. Yeah, because uh, it was it was very obviously one of those things where it was supposed to be comedic. Yeah. And uh, it was it was obviously like, um, I'm not sure exactly where it was from, some Nordic country somewhere? Yeah. Like Northern European somehow. Yeah. And like it was very obviously their version of like a Saturday Night Live kind of sketch thing. Yeah. And the real, I mean, ha, 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 like we all have a laugh or whatever. But the real problem is, like, you know those people who take a joke way too long and way too seriously? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, that's, that's, 
So every now and then, like I, I will get somebody, and like that's an instant way for me to tell what intelligence level you are. Is when you come up literally years after after the internet meme. Like, oh, what the fuck? Say, <laughs> get the fox out of here. <laughs> yeah, goodbye, customer. Man, I imagine. I'm just happy someone didn't write a song called What Does the Daniel Diesel Say? That would be weird, right? Well, I, hope I would sue, because that's my name. Yeah. So I, I should get millions. <laughs> and you, should, you should get a lawyer and sue. That's, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Every, everything we do in the, uh, the, the Top of the Fox camp, though, everything's DIY. We, uh, uh, the whole project started at the musical side of the project, I should yeah. say. It started by making homemade instruments, like homemade cigar box guitars. Yeah. My, my drum that I've got my name painted on. If yes. You, if you go to ToddTheFox.com, you can see pictures of my drum. It's literally a functional... I think I've drum. seen it before. I've visited your website before. But it's a nice, nice looking... Yeah, I, I've seen it before. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's literally designed... It's a Samsonite suitcase from the thrift store. Yes. And I designed some runners. It's actually Suitcase Drum 2.0. Yes. The original design was green with these weird runners that were oh, okay. hard to pack up. I see. So you can kind of see there's a change in epochs yeah. through the years uh, as the suitcase changes color. And eventually we got a good one. And then, of course, Queen Victoria painted, painted the name on it. So she's the one who comes up with clever ideas like that. She's the art director of the band. So. Absolutely. All right. Um... Now, right now, I'm hosting a tournament called Dayton's Ending Music Madness. Of course, there's a bunch of music tournaments, you know, like American Idol, there's Battles of the Band. So I just wanted to know, have you personally ever been involved in a battle of a band of sorts? What do you think of them? Well, so years ago, when I first started playing music in Dayton, when I first came to Dayton, uh, I was in a little cover band yeah. that we uh, we actually did a Battle of the Bands over at uh, Wright State. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, we, uh, we actually lost to a band that eventually became The Works. I don't, oh, you, I don't know if you know The I've Works. I've heard of them, yes. Yeah, yeah they, uh, W-E-R-K-S is how they spell their name. But like, yes. It was basically the court, like Norman was on piano and back, you know, this that, that'll tell you how long ago this was. Yes. But uh, long story short, uh, I kind of I came up with the, um, I don't know, I feel like since music is a expression of, of personal whatever you're trying to express, it's hard to put a metric on it, therefore yeah. it's hard to actually have a fair contest. I think it was the composer Bartok okay. that said, competition is for horse racing, not music. Okay. Now, having said that, I'm open-minded, and uh, I, I've obviously I've taken part in a couple of these kind of contest kind of things before, but yes. I think it's important to be clear with what you're trying to get out of it. And if it's like finding new fans, finding... Well, like I said, I got to meet the guys who eventually became the Works. Yes. Because we lost to them at a battle of bands. Oh man. So. Yeah, I do think there's a positive because you do meet other people that you otherwise wouldn't meet <coughs> if you're in a contest. I also think there you can have the right attitude because I know there's um, competition. I think is everywhere, even if you don't know it or not. Like there's, you can see it in music and sports definitely, but you also see it at the workplace because I know you're going to your nine to five job. You know, everyone wants to do the best they can. Some people want to raise. So they do things in a way that says, hey, I'm great, and this guy is sucky. Don't give him a raise. It's just, it's everywhere. I feel like it's how you handle it. Like, I think pe competition, when you think of, like, football, like, that's the first thing you think when you think of competition, like, stuff like that where people being, are being the crap out of each other. It doesn't have to be that way. I think competition can be a healthy um, sport of the mind. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I definitely, I mean, as long as you have the right attitude, I think it's cool beans. 
but everyone has their thoughts on because I know a lot of you. Yeah, definitely. You're not the only musician that is a big fan. That's not a big fan of all the bands and stuff like that. It's just how you. It's what you want. Well, and I think really when I when I say you need to be clear with what your goals are. Yes. If you notice the way a lot of the battle, quote unquote, battle the bands kind of stuff is set up. Yes. It's really to advertise whoever the the radio station is. Yes. Whoever the selling the beer is yeah. or who you know the whatever you know whatever entity is there yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that you know yeah. because but like you said you know there's there's going to be a natural competition that just exists even without a you know a pro competition happening you know yes. I, when I first started playing music in Dayton uh, I would go to open mics and I would do like super aggressive competitive things like yeah. whatever the last song that yeah. that the the band before me played or the artist before me played yeah. I would start my set with that song okay and I like I just took it as like you think you think that was good let me show you how much better I can <laughs> and it was you know after a couple months it was like you know that's a that's a real not cool move I don't, yeah. I don't know what the language policy is here but uh, well PG-13 PG-13 um, you know that's a we'll just stick with it it's a real not cool move they, they used a four letter word okay but, uh, I was like you know I never considered it that way maybe I should ease up but uh, but you know, that's like you said. It's uh, that was just me expressing my natural competitive. Well, I, I'm a good guitar player, and I want to show people. <laughs> absolutely. Now, Todd the Fox, you seem like a person that has a nice music collection. Of course, there's a lot of collections you could have. There's CDs and vinyl, and there's a track. So, what collection do you prefer, either vinyl or CD, or or something other? Well, I will tell you, I'm I actively partake in all. You know, I. I grew up uh, listening to vinyl records because you could find them in thrift stores for nothing. Yes. Um, I actually, my parents had an eight-track collection. Yes. That, like we, my sister and I used to uh, roller skate in the basement <laughs> when we were kids, and we would pop in like these, like you know, uh, top forty American Bandstand style uh, eight tracks. That sounds fun. And we'd, Damn. You know, like chukunk. <laughs> chukunk. You know that kind of thing. Um, you know, every time you switch tracks, it make this real heavy clicking noise. Long story short, um, you know, I, I was an early adopter of the MP3 idea. I'm, I'm, I really like the idea that I can carry my phone around. Yes. And I have literally on an SD card in this phone, yeah. like, thousands of hours of music. Damn. Yeah. And that's not even considering, you know, like, streaming stuff. But just, just in case I don't have reception, I keep thousands of hours of MP3s on my phone. Just okay. In case. All right. So digital. Well, and you know what? Um, that's that's dedication. Considering <laughs> what you do, it's good that you have all that music at your disposal. At, at the same time, you know, you don't comb your hair up like this without owning some Stray Cats vinyl. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> um, now, of course, you're 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 in a three piece three piece band right now mm-hmm. with Queen Victoria and Alan. So how did you three guys meet and make this band? Well, you know, it's uh, I owe every bit of my musical success in Dayton to um, open mic style yeah. events. So, you know, through various, uh, whether I'm running the open mic, I used to run an open mic with another guy. Yeah. And we, we met a ton of musicians that way. Yeah. Or I would go and visit friends' open mics. Or, yeah. you know, even getting started initially, you know, I would go and, you know, make friends with who's running yeah. the open mic and start meeting the musicians and stuff. Yeah. Um, Victoria was the first one on board. She was actually in a, a couple other different bands, and me and her became really good friends yeah. and then uh, at a certain point she uh, she I had a, uh, a former washboard player who left the band and she was like well I, I could play washboard for you yeah and, and uh, as that was as that was happening and then uh, she uh, she decided one day like 
you know, if you wanted to, I could probably learn to kind of play a little drum kit. Yes. So we found what's called a cocktail drum kit. Yeah. And she started playing. She's, you know, she basically learned on stage. Yeah. Um, Alan is the same kind of way. I met him. He's a, he's actually a really good guitar player in his own right. Uh, he's more of like a jazz metal fusion-y kind of guy. Yeah, of which course. Is, if you've heard our stuff, you know, it's all like roots, you know, all roots, uh, blues. And yes, and it's root like and yeah. bluegrass. and. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's almost like a 180 from what we normally do. But he was like, if you ever need a bass player, man. It's like, well, I'd have to get an upright bass, like, because I like, the yeah, I like the look of it, I like the sound of it. It's just kind of, you know, whether it's Muddy Waters band had one or Buddy Holly's band had one, but that's yeah, kinda, that's kind of stuff I like. So, so he's like, well, if you ever get that, let me know. And I found one on Craigslist, so I bought it and I sent him. I had to drive to Cincinnati to get it, but I drove back and I sent him a picture of it in the, in the back of the truck. I was like, get ready, man. Yes. He came over. We kind of jammed and practiced to kind of see like how it was gonna go, and he he did a good job. And I said, uh, I said, uh, how soon can you be ready? He goes, well, if you give me a solid two weeks, I'll have every song you got down pat. This was a Thursday night. I said, I've got a show Sunday night at Yellow Cab. Okay. And he goes, what am I supposed to wear? Like, You're in the band. I'm sold. You totally get the idea. Like it's about like it's about the energy. It's about the can-do attitude. It's about that yeah. that grassroots do-it-yourself kind of attitude. Yes. Rather than like getting every note perfect. Yeah. You want people with the right attitude and energy and spirit that comes comes together on stage. Absolutely. So, yeah. And then I've seen pictures of your band. You guys do dress nice. There was like one picture. It reminded me of Michael Jackson's um, Smooth Criminal when he had that white suit and a white hat. One of you guys had something like that. I'll take it. That's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> yes, that that you guys are slick. So I, so I, yeah, I, I think if there was a best dressed musician competition, you guys would probably win that hands down. You know, that's uh, I appreciate you saying that. It's uh, it's in this in the summertime we kind of we kind of get a little more lax because it gets hot and it's hard to wear a three piece suit. In yes. The sunlight. Yeah. But yeah, definitely whenever we can, we like to dress up and look fancy. Yes. So. Absolutely. Now um, I was wondering, can people be educated from a good song? And I'll elaborate on this. I know there's, there's different types of tracks out there. There's like you know, the hip hop tracks. People talk about their big booty and their big money. Just people just want to party. There's this party tracks. Then there's the tracks like um, that song from yeah that Ben Aid song from the '80s. Of course, you know it's Christmas. Something that's supposed to enlighten people. I just want to know. Do you think um, people can really learn something from a from music in general? You know, I, I don't know that music is the the, the um, medium to learn like um, like con conceptual ideas or yeah. that kind of thing. But it's definitely the medium to learn like emotional ideas. Yeah. So um, somebody somebody I was talking to recently had the uh, the idea that uh, you know everyone talks about how like all the all the protest music from the sixties and seventies and all the all, all the social socially conscious stuff that happened then. Yeah. And he said, you know, it. All the socially conscious stuff didn't happen because of the music. Yeah. The music was an emotional reaction to what was going on in yeah, the world. Yes. And so, when you think about music being less about less about conceptual ideas and more about like emotion or or you know like like a feeling of something, uh -huh. or, you know, like kind of like the engine that drives your heart. Yeah. This is one way to. Now, you know, I'm not going to ever tell anybody not to write a protest song because you know we we've, we've done plenty of plenty of covers on that kind of stuff before. Yes, of course. But at the same time, I think uh, it's going to be hard to learn the quadratic equation through song. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I tend to agree with that. I think a good song reflects what's going on in society. And I mean, maybe vice versa, because here's the thing. Kids listen to music all the time. Like, and I see an adult probably wouldn't learn anything from music, but someone that's seven or eight years old, they're developing in the world, and what they get exposed to does shape them. Mm-hmm. So I do think there'd be a big difference, uh, like an eight-year-old kid listening to a heavy metal song that talks about um, cutting themselves and do, be just acting like a maniac, and then someone listening to say. Um, yeah, some type of song that talks about having faith in God or some type of religious, spiritual moment. They, they listen to that type of music nonstop. They, they do learn something from that. They're, they're exposed to it because maybe their parents aren't telling them about what's going on in the world because mm-hmm. they just don't know everything. So it could be vice versa. I think if you're a kid, you can learn from music. But growing up, adults like you and me, we've seen it all and done it all almost. I believe really music really you need a good artist reflects on what's going on around them. Well, and it might be one of those deals where it's you know we're trying to make this this false dichotomy when it, it actually everything's kind of together at yeah. a certain level because like it's you know to to do like a like you, the examples you said like a like a maniacal like murderous metal song yeah. is never going to have like like a polka beat no because like it's hard to be angry and murderous when polkas happen. Yeah. Like, if you've ever seen a polka band live, like, it's definitely about having fun and dancing. Yeah. It's not about getting, like, you know, down down a deep rabbit hole of dark thoughts. Transversely, uh, it's probably why there's no good, and uh, this is probably going to be controversial. I don't know what your, that, what your listeners say, but there's no, there's no good Christian metal because, like, metal kind of evokes a certain, a certain, like, feeling set, an emotional set. Yeah, my show's not religious, so that's fine. That's fine, yeah. Yeah, we're all open-minded here. Yeah. I, I just think uh, for every uh, every style of music, the music kind of informs the lyrics, and the lyrics kind of inform. So, like, so we do a lot of stuff with the blues, and like the blues are fundamentally about what goes on between a man and a woman, yes. whether it is working or not. Yeah. But like, kind of in that spectrum. But like, it's it's hard to it's hard to do a blues song about like. A sandwich, yeah, because that would be kind of hokey. Everybody would kind of roll their eyes. Yeah, you know what I mean, but like, if you if you hear somebody sing, you know, I want you, honey, I want you, babe, like you, like automatically, you kind of know that's probably going to be a certain. You know, okay. I, I I don't know. There's there's an emotional resonance that comes from the the rhythms and the chordal structure of like the blues that lends itself to talking about relationships. Absolutely. Wow, that is the most pretentious way I could have said that, isn't it? That, well, <laughs> that's why I expected from you, Todd. You will hear the rest of the Todd the Fox interview on the next episode of Ohio is on Fire. Of course, next week you'll also hear Pop Week as part of the Aiden's Indie Music Madness 2019. For this week, for country, remember once again to go to facebook.com slash groups slash Aiden's Indie Music Madness to vote for the poll when it becomes available Vote for one of your favorite country artists and its tracked. And once whoever gets the most votes, they will win that block and move on to the final four of them 2019. So with that, I think it's time to wrap things up. And of course, thank you for everyone that's voted so far and supported this tournament. It's I've had a quite quite a bit of feedback for this tournament. It's been amazing. I've seen a spike in memberships among with Dane's Music Madness and its Facebook page. So thank you so much for the support. 
We'll keep it going for the next episode when we do pop music. So with that, country music fans, that's the way it is.